0: How are you doing? I hope you're having a good week so far. Welcome to my podcast, Surrender and Manifest. I'm Dr. Sammy, I'm a medical doctor. Several years ago, I became obsessed with inner work, understanding how the mind works and why is it that we often feel held back by habits or patterns of thinking that we feel powerless to break. And through this exploration, I have created this podcast. Each week, I bring to you an inspiring personal message and I will share with you actionable steps that you can take to help unlock your inner potential and bring about success in your life and really enjoy the process as well, because I think sometimes we tend to forget that. Welcome to the Surrender and Manifest podcast. So excited to dive in with you. Welcome to another episode of Surrender and Manifest. Today, I'm going to be speaking about feminine and masculine energy. It is something which is spoken about quite a lot these days. So, what is masculine and feminine energy actually? So, we are all born with both feminine and masculine energy. A lot of people have this misconception that men are all masculine and women are all feminine. I'm here to tell you that this is not true. So women have both feminine and masculine traits, and the men in our life, are father, brothers, nephews, sons, co-workers and family members, friends, they have both masculine and feminine energy as well. So we all have both masculine and feminine energy. But we have one energy dominant. So say, for example, if you're born a woman, you will have more of the feminine energy. And if you're a man, you will have more masculine energy in you. So what that means is that if you're a female, you should be 70 to 80% feminine energy and 20 to 30% masculine energy. This is when you will feel most happy, fulfilled when you possess this level of feminine energy. And if you're a man, similarly, you want to be 70 to 80% masculine energy and 20 to 30% feminine energy. But if you are 100% feminine energy, that will not work for you either, as you need some form of masculine energy and characteristics for survival. And similarly, as a man, you need both. And we need to be dominant in one energy to have that balance in our life. And as I've explained, it needs to be the gender that you have been born in. So we have evolved to have certain traits based on our gender that we need both feminine and masculine to create that polarity in our relationship. But society, unfortunately, has conditioned us in a completely different way. It is usually when people say things like, oh, you're so beautiful. Why are you single? Big boys don't cry. Big girls don't cry. And this is the reason why there is a huge disbalance caused by society's conditioning. Most women are dominant in their masculine energy. Society, culture, teachers, work, our own limiting beliefs has taught us that masculine energy is the leading, successful, powerful, dominant energy. And this is what we need to have in order to be successful in our life. Some common real-life examples which people have told me and I have experienced in my life as well are, stop being so weak. You're a strong, powerful woman. Do not bring your emotions to the workplace. You're so emotional. Why are you being so emotional? And obviously, when you listen to these things around you, that is how the society actually conditions you to be more in your masculine energy. So one of my friends who is been dating, has been doing it for a while and actively looking for a husband. She just said something to me recently and um, she said, I'm good on my own. And I felt like it completely contradicts the desire that she has to get married. And all these things indicate that we are predominantly in our masculine energy. So how will you attract a man being a masculine energy female yourself? So how does a woman completely be in her feminine energy? Well, she needs to be surrounded by men who are predominantly in their their masculine energy. So if she was surrounded by a positive father figure in her life who, who was her rock when it came to masculine energy, and she's surrounded by brothers, male friends, colleagues, or husband who've got her back, and that is when she can be a complete embodiment of feminine energy because she feels safe and secure to be able to do that. So you see, it is natural for fathers to be providing and to be more protective of female babies. I had people say to me that the attraction of female babies is so powerful and I didn't really understand it uh, until recently when my nieces were born. I noticed that that is right. It is not about being cute because all babies are cute, and but it is the attraction and that is really powerful which a female baby possesses. And that is all because she is in her female feminine energy. So, masculine energy is the realm of thoughts, the leading energy, the head energy, the energy of doing and getting things done. And it is very, very outcome focused. While feminine energy is the experience of the body, it is a sensory experience, one of feeling, and a very sensual experience that you can feel in your own body. It is not something which can be understood or explained um, because it is very hard to explain feminine energy, but it is something which can be felt. When you are in your feminine energy in your body, your energy is very nurturing for people. You don't even have to do anything or say anything. Uh, Sometimes people just get to experience that by just being around you and you being in your feminine energy and radiating that energy to other people. Have you ever noticed that when you are around your grandmother or mother and you feel quite nourished with their natural feminine energy, there's no rush, no hustle energy. You don't have to try to pretend to be someone else in front of them or her. So we have been given the gift of the feminine gift to provide nourishment. And sometimes, like I said, you don't even have to do much. You just need to be present and people can get that from you, whether it is your partner who's had a long day at work and gets that from you, or whether it is your children who just get to be in that nice, soul-filling, feminine nourishment. Being feminine is a decision. It's an embodiment and, like I said, it's something which we can feel, but not really put down in words. The masculine in us likes goals, and the feminine in us wants to experience the feeling behind those desires or those goals that we have. And a lot of women nowadays, they try to be in their feminine energy. But when we try, and that is when we are most in our masculine energy, It took me a long while to understand this, and it is okay to not get this instantly because of the conditioning that I mentioned earlier that we've had since childhood. As we live in a hyper-masculinized world, a lot of women are trying to be in their feminine energy, but they really are in their masculine When you are in your feminine energy state in your body, you do not act. It is natural to you. That's why you'll notice that some women can be quite decked up in like a lot of masculine attire, but still radiating their feminine glow. Whilst there'll be other women who are wearing dresses and looking very nice and pretty, but are very up in their masculine energy. In a healthy relationship, which has the correct masculine and feminine polarity, the masculine happily takes up the responsibility of most of the jobs. He's never keeping score and he wants to do more and more things for you. In my line of work, people are very well aware of the SMART criteria for goals. And it actually does a very well established tools for goals in the corporate world as well. SMART is an acronym. And the essence in SMART is that goals have to be specific, M says measurable, A stands for achievable, R for relevant, and T, time-based. It was only recently that I understood that the smart criteria is a very masculine container and that's why it is used so widely in the corporate world as well and I never liked the whole smart tool for goals because um, I'm very much in my feminine energy and I'm not saying that it is strong but the feminine desire is more of a feeling and you actually get done more as well when you focus more on the feeling that you want to feel when you achieve those desires or goals that you might have so what steps can we take to be in our feminine energy so number one preserve your feminine energy and how do you do that I do this by not being too much on social media and I see people around me posting all the time but it doesn't seem to be okay as there's a lot of leading energy associated with that I'm more consistent with my energy when I come on here to do a podcast and hence I don't have to do or have that many frequent posts. So, it is my gift and offering for you when I come online and I do this podcast recording or maybe I'll do a live session for you because I preserve my feminine energy that way. So, think of ways in which you pres- can preserve your feminine energy. Number 2, be mindful of what you take in and what you give out to the world. So, Just be very, very mindful of what uh, you are doing with your energy and how most of your energy is spent on doing what in your life. So, I mean, things like family time, spending time with friends, and these things are things which can really nourish you. So be very careful to engage only in activities um, which help you in being in your feminine. Number three. Make a list of 10 things which can help you in filling your cup. This can look different for different people, so whether it is painting or dancing, meditating, reading a book, taking a cooking class, grounding exercises, taking a long bath, going for a walk, or just going out for a coffee with a friend. So choose some activities which are nourishing for you They are helping you feel energetic and then fill up your soul as well. So get nourished up and be in your magnetic, playful energy. So much love to you. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. And thank you for inviting me into your life as you drive to work or run errands or even at your workout. If you like the episode, one of the best ways to show support is to subscribe to my podcast so that you don't miss any future episodes. Leave a five star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast or share the episode on Instagram or any social media platform where you like to hang out. I'm so grateful for your support. Can't wait to hear from you. So much love to you.